Welcome to Dear So-and-So, a phone call between friends where we offer up advice that no one has asked us for. As always, we'll read some of our favorite advice column questions and give our unsolicited opinions. I'm Alyssa Bloomstein. And I'm Steph Karp. Welcome to Dear So-and-So. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Here we are. This is from Social Cues from the New York Times and Mm -hmm. is signed MJ in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Really been looking for some LA ones. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate you. Thank you. (laughs) A couple with whom my husband and I are friendly often include one of their mothers when we get together for dinner. Both mothers live out of town, but visit quite often. I'm flattered to be considered a friend they'd want their mothers to know, and I like them fine, Mm -hmm. but we'd rather socialize with our friends without their mothers in tow. Any suggestions on how I might tactfully say that? Signed, MJ, in LA. Sorry, when they're visiting, like, they're kind of a priority over you. (laughs) I like this one so much because I would bring Mona to everything if she were willing to come. (laughs) Normalize moms being at events with their adult children. Yeah, I mean, God, I can't wait to hang out with Mona. Like, I just can't imagine not being so fucking psyched to hang out with her. Right? Like, why why would you not want a mom in tow? Oh, seriously. If there's things you're concerned about doing in front of their moms or talking about in front of their moms, then, like, I don't know. That just seems like a different problem. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I I do understand sometimes when you, like, do want to see, you know, a friend you're particularly close with. Yeah. And then they bring another friend along and you're kind of like, I don't feel as comfortable with this person. But here's... How you fix that. Uh You do some one-on-one time with that mom. I promise you, after a boozy brunch with a friend's mom, Mm -hmm. you guys are going to be tight. You guys are going to be tight. I say this. Yeah, next time they come visit, just be like, I'm taking the moms out so you guys can have a spare couple hours to yourself, you know? Oh, my God. Like, as a gift to your friends. Yeah. You know, like, you guys can just chill and not have to worry about their needs. I'll take care of them for a couple hours. And then you'll also realize that, like, older human beings are still human beings, and they're very fun to hang out with. I feel like that should be a service that we offer. (gasps) You and I would be very good at this service. I love a mom. Yeah, date a mom. Mm Mm-hmm. Data mom. Yeah. Data mom. Yeah. Yeah. Is your, it sounds like I'm saying data mom. I know. Date <laughs> a mom. Date a, a mom. mom. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I think that would be particularly good if we offered the service around the holidays. I think I'm well Woo! suited for that as a Jew mm-hmm. during Christmas mm-hmm. because I got time. You're ready. Yeah. You got time. You got time. I got time. Are, are your parents-in-law driving you insane? Great. Let me fix them a green juice and some Bloody Marys and yeah. see where things go. Yeah, I'll do it doing those during those long, languorous summer visits where you're like, mm. oh, I was hoping you'd come for four days, but instead you booked 10 and I can't tell you not to. I'm yeah. there. Call me up. I'm ready. Oh, my God. What sort of activities will we do with the moms? Oh, my God. Any any and all sorts. I do think a boozy brunch is good. I do yeah. think a um, like a farmer's market is kind of good or like an I art I think there museum. should be different packages, too. Totally, Like, there yeah. should be, like, the do you have an artsy package. Mom? Yeah, the hikers yeah, yeah, package, yeah. the artsy mom, the museum mom. mom. Museum mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of mom yeah. is your mom? We got it covered. Crunchy Karen mom. Crunchy Karen mom. Yeah, we'll just bring her to hang out with a bunch of other libs and they can just like complain. They can just yes. like complain about things they saw on Facebook. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait for this. I'm so excited. It's a really good business. Dear so-and-so's side hustle. Date a mom. Date a mom. Brought <laughs> date to you by. mom. Date, uh, date the mom. Brought to you by dear so-and-so.
Okay, so I have a couple questions for you, Alyssa. They're both from okay. social cues, but like years apart. Okay, great, great. Many great. years apart, in fact. Okay, so the first one is this, um, signed anonymous. The older sister of a childhood friend has become part of my social circle through a new marriage. She's lovely. I just received an invitation to a lavish 40th birthday party in her honor. The trouble is... I'm 44, and she's <laughs> older than me. Our mutual friends are now asking when I'll turn 40. I don't want to cause trouble, and I'm guessing that her new husband doesn't know her real age? Question <laughs> I'm inserting the question mark. But I'm, but I'm not sure how much new math I can keep track of. Must I rewrite my history just because she's rewritten hers? Signed anonymous. Okay. Read me the second one. Should I hit, should I hear them both I think, or no? Well, give me an impression of this one and then I'll read you the second one. We can see how they compare, right? Oh, I think you blackmail her. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. All right. I love that. Let's see if that applies to this next one too. I think you blackmail her into getting the 40th birthday party of, of your, your dreams. dreams. Oh She's God, getting a lavish that? 40th birthday party. <laughs> if my 40th birthday party isn't happening on the top of a yacht that you've purchased for me, well then, secrets out, bitch. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying. Right? Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. All right, good. Yeah. Hit me with another. All right, the next one is this one. It's from Liz. 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 All caps, Liz. I work in a human resources department, so I have access to personnel records. A good friend of mine at the company has started dating a woman in a different department. No conflict there. Trouble is, she lied to him about her age, deducting four years. You know what's funny is it's the same as in the other question. (laughs) It's like like that believable amount. Like, it's significant but believable. Anyway, she is 29, not 25. Should I tell my friend the truth? Nah. Yeah, no. Blackmail her. (laughs) She seems less blackmailable, though. She's she's 29. Like, what? she doesn't have access to a yacht yet, possibly. Maybe uh, she does. I don't know her. I don't know where they work. They could work on Wall Street. This one, this one, I'm like, this does not affect you. No, not personally. at all. And also, it's against the law. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, yes, it's against the law. It doesn't directly affect you. Yeah. Dating is a fucking nightmare let this person be 25 i don't care yeah also i see there's like a whole other part of the story that's off the page which is that like this person actually she's not just good friends with this person the company liz is in fact like kind of in love with this person she is like 23 (laughs) or 22 he is 25 maybe 26 like she's a little too young to have a chance but she definitely doesn't think this like 29 year old posing as 25 should have a chance Mm -hmm. and it's really getting her goat you know um, right. That's the story I've made up. I think- Liz, here's the moment for you to, for women to support women. Totally. Yeah. Just, <laughs> it's fine, man. It's cool. You don't know shit yet. Like I said, I assume you're 22. Like you just don't, yeah. you don't know shit yet. Just chill. Be cool. It's illegal. Support this woman yeah. in her age lies. Yeah. We don't know why she's doing it. No. Nope. But in the case where this directly impacts you. Yeah. And you, you have to lie and to it's all a 40th of your birthday friends, party. Yeah. <laughs> Also, you're, you guys are well into adulthood. Yeah. I think it's totally fucked up to blackmail somebody when you're in your 20s. But when, when you're in your 40s, what else are you up to? What else to? are you up to? Oh, my God. Spice it up. Yeah. Spice it up. Yeah. Yeah. Middle-aged can... blackmail is my favorite type of blackmail. Is it? Do you hope? Do you hope for same? Like, are you like, yeah, I'm about to enter my 40s. Like, 
this is what I this this sounds like a fun time to me. No, I hope somebody blackmails me. I think you, <laughs> when I when I'm in my forties for what? If oh I don't get God. blackmailed when I'm turning forty four, I'm gonna be pissed. Friends, for are you what? listening? What will what will I have done? I was thinking, will what will you what do you have to give them? <laughs> <laughs> I certainly um, don't have much. Do you want do my I student loan to, debt? What do I have to give them? You're right. That you just depressed me I'm so, so sorry. Oh, that wasn't my intention at all. I think just like in in the case of this forty slash forty four year old, once they've taken you with them yeah. for this ride, my god, my god, you get to play along in the yeah. in the best way. Yeah, yeah. You Holy should definitely fuck. talk to her about it. Be like, so you've kind of put me. In, you must know you've put me in a very weird position. So what are we gonna do about it? <laughs> what are we gonna do about it yeah this is from uh social cues and it's signed steve in kansas city kansas while I was in the midst of a reeling three-day flu, a friend went to Los Angeles for an award show. Award show. She sent an email. Sorry you're sick. That would have been welcome. But she also attached a picture of herself with current frontrunner for best actor. <laughs> I replied, sorry you're sick. And here's me with a big celebrity. Really? <laughs> and the question is, was I wrong? Was Steve wrong? Steve... I have I have a lot of sympathy for Steve because sometimes when you have the flu, you're a little just out. You know, you're out of sorts, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you're not you don't really have your full filters on. One time I had the flu uh, and I also was on a listserv of like, I don't know, four or five hundred people. Yeah. I made a PowerPoint about my flu <laughs> <laughs> and then I sent it to this listserv of four or five hundred whoa yeah. how did they respond i well what i said was please add to this it, to this powerpoint if you also have the flu i'm hoping between nice between you. the four or five hundred of us we can get to the bottom of this that's nice that's collaborative if, that's i beautiful. thought it was that's gonna be a really cool sympathy yeah no totally absolutely not no i was just like guys i've been working on something in the midst of my flu that i think i need your input on but yeah. it re- but when i sobered up i was like that's a terrible use of this listserv <laughs> that's like for job Did opportunities and um four people who actually like me responded yeah good 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 and then everybody good. else was like what the fuck is wrong with steph Garth? yeah good 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 correct correct that that <sighs> seems right so steve were you wrong no in sending no no you were right you were you were maybe more forthright than you would be under normal circumstances but you mm-hmm. were definitely right you were definitely right yeah it's rude friends come on be be sensitive <laughs> be more empathic get it together yes if you're gonna check up on somebody that's the other thing just check up on them to check up on somebody with a picture of a celebrity is so rude. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, like we're wired for social comparison, right? What is the cruel fucking bone in our body that's like, I know you are, so I'm going to like dig the knife in deeper, you know? Like Oh man. Oh, it's fucking crazy. It's a Do lot. you think these people are still friends? I think they are, yeah. by the way. Yeah, I think they are. Me too. Yeah. Really? <laughs> really? 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 Yeah. Good for them. Good <laughs> for them. They're just, they're confronting, they're having a tiny confrontation, confronting their differences. Good job. 
This is from Social Cues from the New York Times. Mm-hmm. It is signed Jim in Fort Lee, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I'm a 22-year-old man working at a new job on Wall Street. Congrats. Yeah, good work. My boss is a very attractive 30-year-old woman. We happen to exercise at the same gym at the same time. Well, yeah, because it's close to work and you work at, you have the same hours you work on Wall Street. You know what's funny about Wall Street? There's actually hours. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It opens and closes. (laughs) Um, Like quite literally, open. Close of the day. Yeah. Okay. We both swim. And the first time we ran into each other, she was wearing a one-piece bathing suit and I was wearing a classic Speedo. I saw her look me up and down. The next week, she started wearing a thong bikini. Isn't this a power thing? (laughs) Side Jim in Fort Lee. Wow, Jim, I don't... Steph, is this a power thing? You know, I know why you're asking me this, and it's because I have friends that work in places where people (laughs) wear stuff, you know? But I got to tell you, this one's way above my pay grade. I do not understand the sort of like um, the predatory behaviors of Wall Street people. <laughs> like, for all I know, yeah, definitely. Like, absolutely. Know. Do you know what my biggest regret is? That I didn't see Wolf of Wall Street in a theater filled with Wall Street guys. I know, because you could have done that. And they would have been hooting and hollering like, yes, this is such a, yeah, what a party. There were lots of accounts of people seeing Wolf of Wall Street in a theater with Wall Street guys. Yeah, just like, yeah, this is exactly how we do. Yeah, Yeah, they captured it. Get it, guys. My other biggest regret is like not seeing hustlers in uh, with a room of queer women. That would have been so good. I have similar regrets. Um, I don't know if this is a power thing, Jim, but I don't know anything about Wall Street. I know I don't. I'm like, this is out of my depth. Um, so I guess I guess the question is, in order for Jim to suss out if this is a power thing, what's his next yeah, power move? Yeah, he has move? to escalate because he's already in a Speedo. What's next? Um, I guess you go smaller speedo. Mm -hmm. And when you get to a point where it's so small, you can't go smaller. You go maximalist and you put on one of those 1920s (laughs) style bathing suits. Oh, yeah. Sort of the one piece. And then, yeah, totally. Yeah, I would just get wild and weird with it because you can't really get sexier to a certain degree. (laughs) Should he draw on abs at some point? (gasps) Yes, definitely. Or like spray them on or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, true. Like put a stencil on and then spray tan like the stenciled out like app mm-hmm. yeah i i what was i gonna say i mean i i think too that like if you have perceived this as a power move it's a power move i mean you know what i mean like i um is that it i don't know that makes me nervous okay that's- you're right i hate that you're right you're right that's a blanket statement i don't want to make but i guess what i'm saying is it sounds to me like this is making you think a lot about your power dynamic <laughs> with this person so uh-huh. it sounds like your next move is going to be a power move that's, a, that's yeah. what I mean, I guess. Like, there's no way that you can untangle these two things, I think. So if you're conceiving it that way, you probably know best. Like, how is that? By the way, I just think this is flirting, right? Um. Well, see, not necessarily. I do think that there's a way in which people use their sexuality in workplaces that is not okay. about trying to have... Um, either like have sex with the person or like strike up a romantic relationship. I oh my do God, think, tell me more. Tell me more. I love it. I mean, the reason he's asking this is because it's like, it's a thing. And I think that um, 
people like use it to distract people so that they can sort of like mm. move in on whatever you know deals or whatever you know like people do use true wall it. street right right, right. yeah like yeah, people this is so convoluted yeah it's very convoluted and so like people are always have a couple games going at once it, it so it doesn't it doesn't it wouldn't surprise me if this was part of some move but yeah no like there's definitely like moves um that's all I got. That's all I got. That's all I have to say. I don't know. I'm not capable this. of this line of thinking. I'm just not capable of it. I love it. it. Okay, here's a write-in. Do you just nurse your hurt when your grandmother sinks the last cup in beer pong with a backhand throw? <laughs> How do you get your confidence back after that? <laughs> That's a write-in yeah. to dear so-and-so. Yeah. I'm, gl- I'm, I'm honored that they thought we might have the answer to this. So I guess my question is, were you playing against your grandmother or were you guys on a team? It changes the dynamics I think completely. That's true, but you can still be um if indeed because we are wired for social comparison, mm-hmm. you can still be hurt no matter what side you're on if your performance has been poor. Okay. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I just think it's cool to be in the midst of greatness. I think that we should get back to that. Remember when that was a thing? Oh my god, yeah. Just wanting to be around greatness. Around greatness, yeah, and just like reflecting people's glory, you know, just like when you shine, I shine is like the sort of the call your girlfriend shorthand for it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When you shine, I shine, man. Thanks, Grandma. Grandma, I'm made of I'm made of your stuff. You potentially have your grandmother, but depending on if they're maternal or paternal, you potentially have their mitochondria. So yeah, it might be in you. It might be in you. You just haven't dug deep enough. Exactly. Excavate your greatness. (laughs) (laughs) Rise to the occasion. from Roxanne Gay, work friend, New York Times, signed anonymous. Keep it anonymous, I get it. Yeah, keep this one anonymous for sure. Today I went to the bathroom while in a Google meeting with a colleague and forgot to turn off my camera. I kid you not. I remembered to turn off the sound, but I had switched to a different tab during the meeting and forgot about the video. After we ended the meeting, I recreated the whole situation to see (laughs) what she might have seen. Of course you did. Fortunately, I I had kept the light off and I had perched my laptop on the sink so that... (laughs) You could only have seen me from the waist up. But if you were paying attention, you would have been able to tell I was in a bathroom. Do I acknowledge this and apologize? Or do I pretend it didn't happen and move on? What I think... Signed anonymous. What I think is a lot weirder than you taking a meeting in the bathroom is that you sat there in the dark. Like, I... With the... With the light <laughs> off. I kept the light off. I just sat there silently on mute in the dark. <laughs> like, I just... I don't know, man. Oh, yeah. Would If somebody did this to you, mm-hmm. if you were in a Zoom meeting and you noticed they had taken you to the bathroom, would you say anything? I would. Okay, so this all depends on your level of comfort with this coworker. Call you know, me. like, yeah, yeah, it's totally about like, are you the kind of friends that you, you know, like, have you gone out and like, have you gotten a coffee or a beer with this person outside of work? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. just like. Yeah, if you feel comfortable, just like be like, oh my God, I'm a little mortified. Did you see the thing I did? Or be like, remember when I did that hilarious thing? But if like you don't feel like you have that level of intimacy with them 
like I wouldn't bring it up to someone I wasn't intimate with if I'd been it. Mm-hmm. Like I, you asked me if you noticed if a coworker had done this, would you say anything? And it's like, well, probably not unless I was close with them. Sure, sure, sure. Like I have more questions about the other end. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, Rather than anonymous. Well, what, did they, what did they get off the video and tell their, you know, whoever lives in their home with them? Like if they live with any, just like, I, guys, I just had a meeting where I, I think the other person was just like in the bathroom with the lights off. <laughs> It was really weird. What what was going on there? Oh. I think, yeah, yeah, it, de- it depends. You're right on how close you are with the person. But man, it's funny. It's really funny. I like it. <laughs> I think that you, I mean, just, it's a good story. It's a good story for the future when it's like, y'all remember when we like took a lot of Zoom meetings and like. And I took one in the bathroom with the lights yeah. off and my mic on mute. <laughs> and our boundaries just changed. Like the, the things we thought were acceptable behavior just really shifted there for a while. I just am hoping that this person was close enough with this person so that the other person could bring it up. I want I know, nothing I want more. That than the other person to take the onus of the embarrassment off them and to be like, that was hilarious. I've done it as well. Exactly. That's what I want the other person to do is just the meeting begins. It's dark. They're in the bathroom. (laughs) You can kind of see the outline of like a vanity with like some toilet paper sitting on it. Oh my God. And they just like unmute for like to say one sentence and go back on mute and you never hear from them again. I want that really bad. I also want to give permission to people that like you just like when you're in a normal meeting, you can take a minute. Like you can be like, oh, can I have two oh minutes? I got to go run Are and grab somebody. Me? Something like, like it's, okay, it's okay. Even though there's this weird merge of work, home, life now and it's confusing like you are still permitted to take the time to like step away just like when you were in a conference room and you'd be like you hold that thought i have to pee like it's like it's okay y'all don't bring your god have a boundary you don't need to bring your laptop everywhere you don't you just don't i mean i'm not judging you for doing it i'm just saying like you just don't have to like yeah (sighs) it's all right yep dang (laughs) dang that one's a good one i feel good about that so I'm having this little problem with my Mazda, and since Car Talk Radio Show is no longer a thing, yeah. my friend Terry thought that posting it to the Jamaica Plain Facebook group would be the next best option. <laughs> and Terry wrote, yeah. scientists, alien enthusiasts, conspiracy <laughs> theories, and the general public. Here's a little quandary. My good friend <laughs> Alyssa Bloomstein has the same problem every time she visits me on Rossmore Road, outside and masked. Chilbra, every time she is here, her Mazda's remote starter fails to work. We are talking the lock, unlock function, and the car starter, as if the battery in it is dead. She then cannot start the car at all. It takes five minutes. It's one of those key sensing fancy cars that the kids have. Mm-hmm. She has changed the batteries to see if that makes any difference, like the uh-huh. batteries in the fob I have. Yep. But nope, mm-hmm. this only happens in this part of JP. <laughs> What in the sun in Sagittarius is happening? (laughs) Not that we are Jamaica complaining about it. We aren't 100% crunchy Karens, but we are Mm -hmm. also so, so curious. And go. 85 comments later. (laughs) 85 comments later. Here are some of of the highlights. Mike asks, how close are you to the laundromat? 
Terry responds, three blocks. Mike responds, well, there goes my theory. Keyless entry works by radio signal. The key fob senses proximity to the car and sends out a code via radio. The wireless card readers at the laundromat, I think, work on the same principle, but perform the transaction. Terry responds, love this theory. I changed my mind. I live next to the laundromat. Correct. Yeah, accurate. Correct response. Marsha writes, maybe the new locksmiths on South Street can come wave some sage or something. People really liked that. That's good. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I see why. It's a winner. I know. I know. This guy, Eric. Oh, my God. Eric. He writes, they write, my apologies, Eric writes, um, so this is a really interesting problem to try to solve. The answer is almost certainly related to interference on the same frequency as the wireless key fob, but most car keys are on a band that isn't licensed by the FTC. I'd have to see the specs for the year and model of Mazda, but they're almost all in the 300 to 400 megahertz range, Mm -hmm. which won't be affected by the Wi-Fi or cell tower unless something is really screwy. Mm -hmm. So that Mm -hmm. leaves other misconfigured devices in nearby homes or something totally bizarre, like a shorted out CB radio transmitter. You'll probably need some kind of directional antenna that can be set to specific frequency bands, which you can then use to wander around the block (laughs) looking for spikes and signal strength make sure to wear your aluminum foil hat and loudly explain that you're doing science (laughs) and how dare you interrupt me whenever someone asks what you're doing but seriously i'll come help after it's christmas so like eric and i are really going to get to the bottom of this eric is just an angel eric is a sweet angel i love it thank you so much Thanks for spending another half an hour with us. And thank you, Steph, as always, for connecting. It's a joy. It's a joy every time. It's just the best part of my week. Oh, the best? I think so. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Yeah, I do. Um, You can find us online at dearsoandso.pizza, where you can find past episodes. You can submit your questions. And you can also find our phone number, which is daddog5078. Leave a voicemail. We'll play it on the air. We also have an Instagram. It's Dear So and So Podcast. Follow us there. Next week, we have a really exciting New Year, New You episode featuring a very special surprise guest. Our music is by our friend Busy Hemphill. And as always, I'm Alyssa Bloomstein. And I'm Steph Karp. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. I like kind of want to be really transparent that we edit it. Yeah, guys, we edit this. That's part of the job. That is part of the job. It's part of the job. Yeah. That's part of the humor, man. Edit for humor. You think edit we're funny humor. in real life? Oh my God. You've God, met us. No. Most of you have met us. We're like kind of we're fine. We're medium. pleasant to be around, but we're medium pleasant, funny. Yeah. yeah. Pleasant humor. Yeah. 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 I'm funny. The first time you meet me. I'm not funny um, the first time you meet me. I'm not funny until you've known me for like three years. Oh, no, no, no. At year three, we if if I'm not helping you emotionally, then we <laughs> should You're not like, getting not a lot friends. out of it. <laughs> 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 yeah, you've yeah. heard all of my good one-liners. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, yeah, if, yeah. and if we're not like having phone calls about the trajectory of our lives, then like this we're not, friendship yeah, should probably end. <laughs> yeah.